say your uncle, that's going to look weird. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can cut to wherever we start. Right. No, no, I, I got it. Hey, do we have to do a clap? Because Josh always made us do a clap, like the clapboard. No. Wait, <laughs> but what if we do a clap? I just like doing that. Okay. <laughs> Thank y'all we won this week. This is Welcome to We're Talking Bears, where uncle and nephew give you a breakdown of the latest Bears experience. I'm uncle. And I'm nephew. I'm son. And, and we're, we're talking, talking bears. bears. What's up? Man, What's week up? three W. How does it feel? Two and one. Two and one. Two and one. Two and one. I'm not going to lie. I want to say this before we get into it. I was a little disappointed when I looked up the standings. I was going around telling everybody we're leading our division. Now, technically, we lost to the Packers, but we're, two, we're all two and one at, at the top of our division. I was a little disgusted to look and see they have us third out of that tiebreaker. I was well, that, that the tiebreaker is third because uh, the, the the Vikings have lost no divisional games. No, I get it. I understand. Right, I, right. I, I was you just know, a little so, disappointed so are, to see that. But it's a tiebreaker. All we have to do is, you know, all they have to do is lose, you know, even tie a game and we move ahead of them. Right. Thanks. So, look, man, I'm just looking at the tied first. That's I don't care about nothing else. That's, that's what I was getting at. Lions, as all things should be. So, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. The Lions can't get out of their own way because they actually right. are playing some football this year, but they, they, they're they the Lions, and right. that's what Lions do. They, yep. they stand in their way. Um, man, but so, I, I'm excited. I'm I'm happy. Um, you know, the one thing I think, I think we drink a little bit of too much juice because I've heard people fussing about fields like crazy. Um, yeah. just mad, just oh, you know, he's washed up, he's done, you, you know, just they're done. done. But yeah. but but look look at this, look at this. One, we've already won half the games they thought we were gonna win this year. <laughs> <laughs> Three games in, we got 14 games to go, right? right? Two, um, honestly, if if we had thrown for 280 yards and run for a hundred, everybody would be happy because that's the way you're supposed to do it, right? right? But because we did it the other way, now we got now we're busters, right? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't look at the running back if you, you know, and, and it's just it's 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 unreasonable. Um, the last time the Bears ran for this many yards was uh 1984, and a man named Walter Payton was part of it. This is a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal when you can run like this. Uh, Lance Briggs was talking about it uh, after the game, and he's like, the defense is hurt. And the, the, the gentleman he was speaking to kind of thought he was talking about mentally hurt. It was like, no, physically, you somebody runs for 280 yards, you are physically in pain after the game. You have been hit a lot. <laughs> By some big, strong dudes. Who've been knocking you on your butt. Otherwise, you wouldn't have no 280 yards. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, you're not getting off them blocks. No, yeah, you know. And, and you saw how many times our line, offensive line pancaked uh, um, some people. People were getting pancaked all over the place. And that's what happens when you pick up 280 on the ground. And, and Fields was part of that. He had 50, you know. And, and you know, and, and obviously, you, you obviously a uh, Herbert man, monster man. game. Yeah. You know, uh, one hundred and fifty-seven and two touchdowns, monster game. But yeah. it, that's we got two eighty. 
over right. 157, we had what, uh, um, 130 more yards. Right. So yeah. this, that's crazy. I mean, 130 yard more, 130 yards rushing is a decent amount of rushing for a whole game. Right. So you take Herbert out of the picture and we ran the ball well. You right. drop him into the in the picture, and it's insane. It doesn't yeah. make sense. It's yeah. man, Lovey's Lovey's might lose his cool, and you know that guy is always cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you know. So so I I I get that we can look at uh, the fields question, but you know what? It was a heck of a win. It, it was a dog fight, and 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 our dogs won. Our dog, yeah, our dog won. Our dogs there you won. Go. That begs the question: Do you want it to be a dogfight with the Houston Texans, though? Is that the game you want to be fighting in? I mean, I get any given Sunday, anybody could win, but man, we should be—we beat the team we should beat, but it wasn't pretty, you know. Yes. But but the key is the Texans have been in every game. They've been in every game they've been in. They they haven't rolled over. True, true. Credit so Credit when you look at that. You know, yeah, it, you, you, other teams are probably sitting back and go, why are we in the, why are they in the game? You know, right. um, and, you know, another, another fact, the, we haven't given up a second half touchdown this year. We didn't give up a second half touchdown to the Packers. We didn't give up a second half touchdown to the 49ers and we yeah. did it again. We didn't give up a second half touchdown to uh, uh, the Texans. Right. That's consistent. Uh, winning defense that's winning defense yeah. you know the the only bad quarter we had this year defensively was that second quarter Packers game yeah it was a terrible quarter it was bad offensively and bad defensively um just just those two phases of the game fell apart in that quarter but literally that's every other quarter we've played we played competitively and we played tough and we fought and the dogs were out yeah. That quarter was terrible. It was, it was, it was uncharacteristically bad, you know. Yeah. So, I'm not worried. I'm glad we fought with the Texans. Yeah, you know, let let's now we got to go fight with the Giants, who aren't supposed to be two and one, right? Neither right. are we. So one <laughs> of the two of us is going to prove who's actually a winning team and and who you know just who knows how, right? And I, I, you know, Saquon Barkley is a beast, but uh, the last time we faced the Giants, I was at Soldier Field with your sister, Brad, and uh, man, it was a it was a phenomenal game. That was the game yeah. where we scored uh, fourteen points in the first, you know, four or five minutes, <laughs> and it was phenomenal. It was a phenomenal game. So I don't know that it's going to be that great, but yeah. hopefully we still have their number. Yeah. yeah. I, got, I got a question for both of you. Yeah. All right. But we're toting the rock. We can run the rock. It's, it's amazing to see. Um, a lot of the field slander, man. I've, I'm hearing guys going crazy. Throw the ball. You got to throw the ball. They're loading the box. They're daring to throw the ball. But we're running it. It's working. You get what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm not really sure. Um, of course, we want to see Fields be able to do his thing. We, there's a lot of expectations for him coming in. Um, however, if we can run the ball, do we need to? I mean, I remember last week we said we wanted to see Fields throw the ball a little more. But, I mean, if, if it's working on the ground, even when they load the box and they're trying to dare him to throw the ball and pass, um, 
What what do you all think? Do we need do we should we be looking to see more passes from them or do we just keep running the dog on ball until they find out a way to stop us? I mean, yes, we want to see Fields pass. Yes, we want to see him uh, show those abilities that he has. Yes, we want to take advantage of, of the defense. Right. But I mean, what do you guys think? Man, I, I got an answer that, that, that I think, first of all, uh, you do what it takes to win. I don't believe in this losing on purpose. Right. You do what it takes to win and you do what your best advantage is. You know, um, the, 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 the 90s Bulls, they dunked on you constantly and played great defense. You know, then you flip to um, the, the, the current uh, Golden State Warriors. They shoot threes like crazy. They don't play much defense. They don't do much anything else. You know, so you, you look at it. If you load the box and I can still dominate you in the run game, there's not too many teams that are going to be able to stop me. I mean, right. that's just you, you, you put all your men in the box and we ran them over. Right. I mean, that, that was, you know, again, hearkening back to the old Peyton days, you knew on third and nine, Walter Peyton was getting the ball. Right. And you, the guys were standing, they might as well have told you we're going left because it didn't matter. We're going to be going left off tackle here. You can stack your whole team there. We promise you we're going that direction, but if you don't want to get hurt, I'd back up. Right. You know, and that's basically the way we ran the ball back then. You know, you just, right. yeah, we're coming, you know, yeah. stop, stop us. us. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a little bit, it's a little bit different from back then because back then it was like, the reason we could do that is because Walter was not going down no matter what you did. Like Montgomery has a little bit of that. Like he can, he can make anybody miss in the open field guaranteed. Like the first dude coming at him is likely not making the tackle. And that's a little bit of Walter in him, but I think when I was watching the film for the last couple of games, Green Bay and this more so than the rain game, um, what I noticed was even when they would stack uh, seven, eight, nine guys in the box, one or two of those guys is almost always dedicated to a, a bootleg, a rollout or whatever, a naked from fields. That's why we see so many people getting to fields in the backfield on these naked boots because there's somebody who – the running back's not their responsibility. One or two guys that are always spying no matter what. So it automatically limits your run defense. Even if you've got nine in the box, you've only got seven looking at, de at Demo. And we've got a tight end, five linemen, and a fullback. So everybody's blocked. And two dudes aren't following him. So Demo's already in the secondary. You right. know what I mean? So uh, – or, or, or in this case, Khalil Herbert. So uh, I think as we keep running on people, they're going to have to respect that. They're going to have to be like, all right, look, if we don't stop these running backs, this, this O-line is not a pushover no more. Like we, everybody thought our O-line was going to be trash coming in. But we got all these young cats, these young bodies that are out here looking to hit people, you know, and, uh, and, and put stick on people. So it's, <laughs> yeah, it's working. So, so they're going to have to stop keying on field so hard. And another thing that um, that's kind of contributing to that is uh, our offensive coordinator, Luke Getsey, has been really, really creative with making sure that Fields is a threat on every run play, making sure that the jet sweep is a threat, as we saw EQ bust off for 50 yards or whatever it was on that jet sweep run. Um, and he's done it in really creative ways that that don't give away what our O-line or what our what our run is doing based on the O-line's blocking set. So 
he's doing a, he's doing a really great job of that and we should highlight that a little bit just to just to show some you know show Absolutely. some love and, some flowers. And, and let me let me give pace some credit because okay he's gonna take a little heat for not getting a uh, pass blocking line put together for fields let's be honest he fields isn't dropping back a lot you know he's yeah. maybe dropping back uh 20 times 25 20 25 times a game to pass some of those turn into runs and that's great for us but they they it wasn't attempted pass before he had to escape right like the 28 yard run he was he was under duress he got out and the they suffered the consequences um as many teams have but but um you know one of the best signings and I think I talked to you guys about this previously um that that I believe was when when you look at a guy like Derrick Henry and I give all the credit in the world to Derrick Henry he's a great back but he didn't do it by himself and you take his lead blocker and and that guy makes a difference the guy that normally would be leaking through to hit Montgomery in the backfield and he'd have to fight his way to five yards out is getting wiped out by Kari Blassing game that when that guy's on the field man our runs are going crazy because he is wiping out that the equivalent of their Roquan coming through on penetration is getting erased by Kari Blassing game. It it is, he is not getting beat on those plays. And once he takes that linebacker out, you know, it's one of it's, it's Herbert or, um, uh, or Montgomery against uh, somebody in the secondary dude, we went, we win. Right. Yeah. And Herbert's been running people over. Man, man Herbert's been going crazy. I think he had juice like that, man. He, right. right. 5'11", I'm sorry, 5'9". He's 5'9", 212". Yeah. He's little muscle. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and you know what? We I know uh, Montgomery is day-to-day right now. Uh, but, man, the way Herbert's been toting the rock, running the rock for us, um, do you think he – I mean, of course, he's, he's behind Montgomery. But um, do you think they should split the split the um, split the load? I mean, or how do how do you you all see that? I mean, because Herbert's showing his abilities to get it done, and, and sometimes he he looks a little more effective, even. I, I would honestly, I would still demo as the lead at least at this time. He hasn't. It's not to the point where demos, uh, where you could just look and say Herbert's better. Because, like, in a really tough game against a really tough team who's getting their hands on you and and their linebackers are getting to you, I'm going with Demo because he can can carry a defensive tackle, right? Herbert is great, but I don't think Herbert's carrying defensive tackles down the field. Demo is. So, you know, you got to do that. Now, at the same time, if your team is mediocre at stopping the run, and, and we know we're getting past your front seven. Oh, I'm gonna put Herbert in there because that boy got a burner. He's gone, yeah, right? Yeah. He's gone because okay. you, you're just like boom. It's like you, you're not gonna get if you're not gonna get a hand on him. Herbert's gonna win the foot race, right? Right. So, so, Absolutely. but if if you got a tough thing, so I th- I would say it would be day to day, and and I hope that we're wise enough in the long run because you know. Uh, uh, to, to keep Demo next year, to go ahead and sign him. And because this one two punch, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. care, you know, if Fields gets to the point where he's throwing for 200 yards a game, we are devastatingly scary team, yeah. right? 
Um, but you know, because right now we're tough to beat <laughs> when he's throwing for a hundred. Yeah. It's like uh, we we beat San Francisco. He threw for a buck twenty-seven. We beat the Texans. He threw for one hundred one. I mean, we're we're dangerous yeah. when he gets a hundred yards of, of passing, you know, right. and, and fifty on the ground. Don't shh. when if he gets to the point where I I would like to see him to the point at the end of the year where where he can throw be you know Kyle Orton numbers one hundred seventy five two hundred <laughs> yards no interceptions. Right. Yeah, right. If he if he does that, you know what? We are a really hard team to beat because right. you 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 got to work to stop the run, and while you're working to stop the run, the quarterback's disappearing, and and you know you get um, Komet involved. You know, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think um, I think we've been thoroughly underestimated, and I think they think that I, I didn't. I think that you know, that, that Fields was going to be super important. And it's not that the quarterback's not important, but, you know, it, it, it's when your defense is that good and your your running backs are that good and your offensive line can run block that well and you've got a, a who, who should be a Hall of Fame level uh, fullback back there knocking people out. Um, a strong man, <laughs> man. It is, but I mean, look at the guy. Look at look at our run game with blasting game. It yeah. was not this great last year, and then look at what he did with him. Yeah, I mean, if 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 he's with us for four years and we produce like this the whole four years, you know, you got to look and say he had a lot to do with Henry and blasting game. And, and I'm sorry, Henry and our running backs. Right. You know, and I I really honestly believe he did. You know that. You can't underestimate his effectiveness because yeah. uh, he he's getting you he's getting your guy out. Right. Yeah. Um. I would say I would say definitely we should be leaning into this committee. Um. Uh, Monty, as great as he is, um, and as freak of an injury this was, this is now two years in a row that within the first four games he's gone down with an injury. Um. And you you need you need bodies in today's NFL. You can't just run in there with one running back. Um, we saw with the Titans, Derrick Henry got hurt and they, they floundered after that uh, last year. So you, you have to have somebody who can back up. I like the fact that they were getting Tristan Ebner in there to spell uh, Khalil, you know, giving him some touches and seeing how he was doing. He wasn't looking that bad himself. So uh, and he's, he's more of a, a receiver out the backfield than a runner. So, um, I, I definitely think we should continue splitting, but definitely don't think Juice has taken over um, Monty's starting job or, or is even really threatening it right now. Because when that when that Green Bay game was was in the thick of it, it was Monty that was that was cracking, cracking uh, big runs off one after another with his agility, his explosiveness, his ability to make people miss. And uh Herbert, like like uh like we said, pops like he's he's great. He's absolutely a burner out the backfield. That's what this kind of offense tries to do is get you running fast as you can laterally, and then let him cut when he sees the the crease in the defense, and then just pop through the hole as fast as he can. He's great at that. But when you see him on these power runs, on these shorter run plays, he's not as effective. You know where he where Monty would get eight, nine, ten yards. You know just trucking the pile. He pulls up at like six. So um, 
definitely still need that balance of, of running backs and definitely still look at Monty as the leader, especially in the pass game. Uh, his pass blocking is way better. His receiving out of the backfield is way better. So uh, he just does a lot more for you uh, at this current juncture, you know, but. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and, and you know what, honestly, you know, we look good. I mean, the run game, our run game, I, I don't, I'd be surprised if anybody else in the NFL in the next 14 games hits 280. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be surprised. That that's a Lamar that's Jackson rare air. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> man. That's Jeez. rare. I didn't even think of crazy. And right. they got a whole they got uh who's that? Dobbins is their their main back. I don't know if he's even is he hurt right? We'll see, because 280 is that's tough, man. That's we'll rare see. air. We'll you see. know, that's it's that's up there. it's up there. You know that that's that's like Steph Curry three pointers air. You know it's right. rare air. It's, it's right. that's not common. Right. <laughs> that, right. that that you know. I, I had another question for you guys on the on that on that note. Since we all agree, I agree with you, Uncle. Um, you do what you you do what you do best. You do what you need to do to win, right? So, understanding that, do you think um, some of our players maybe are missing opportunities? Or I guess what I'm trying to ask is, we are receiving room. If we're running the ball this much and we're, you get what I'm saying, we're having success with the run, um, do we really get a good gauge of how good our receivers are when we don't get a chance to throw to them much? Or are they not that good? You know, kind of how people are bashing fields. It's like, oh, Mooney did not find him. Mooney, we're not getting him involved. Komet got two catches this last game. We were able to see him get going. But, I mean, are we missing out on talent we may have? Um because we have this um, deficit, we're so much better with the run than we are with the O-line blocking for the pass. Um, or could we potentially be missing out on, on talent and guys that could do, do things for us because of that? You know, and I, I think that's a great question. And, you know, I mean, you can't ignore that concept. Yeah. Um, the, 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 but uh, one, you can, you A, everybody's involved as a team, right? So Mooney may not be catching much, but man, he's downfield blocking because you don't get 40 and 50 and 30 yard runs if your receivers aren't blocking. If, if they're not, if they they're if they're not engaged and the cornerbacks are just gonna come up and, and hit. So so our receivers and tight ends, they are doing their they're they're doing some work. They're working hard. Um the, the second side of it is the line still has a lot of growing to do and, and it's a young line is very young um we got three guys two of them are two years uh uh and one of them's one year none none of them uh i think are even maybe borum is getting close to 16 starts but none of them have even have a full season of starts three of the, the so the line should improve which you know, Fields is getting sacked a ton as agile as he is and as much as he escapes, he, he's getting sacked a ton and he doesn't drop back much. So we're not protecting him much. Um, he looks nervous out there when he's in the pocket and, you know, he's been, he's taking a lot of big hits. And, um, uh, you know, so I would say this. I would say I think it's important for us to get more passes in more completions in that that's the key maybe maybe not that many more uh pass attempts but more or more dropbacks maybe same amount of dropbacks more completions right 
Um, I want to see, you know, a bigger focus on commit. I, I would like to see this week against the Giants. Um, we get commit six catches and get Mooney four catches. I don't care if they're five yards apiece. Just get them in there. Just just get them in there. I'm, I'm with you. I'm not still take your shots, but get those gun, guys in there. I think when Vellis Jones shows up, that changes things. I mean, his speed is phenomenal. He's you know, he's Devin Hester fast, almost, almost. And being that fast, but a bigger physical body uh, with good hands, he's going to he's gonna make some difference in the pass game because you, you just can't let a guy that fast get behind anybody. So you, you have to, like, you know, you, you have to cover that guy. And and you, you, you probably need a safety over him. Uh, so I think that changes a lot in the past game. I think with Vellis out there, everybody else is a little more open. Um, you know, so I think that's going to make a difference. Um, you know, Nikhil Harry, um, you know, not, not a great wide receiver, but another big body. Um, so, you know, if vision is part of the problem, if he's having a hard time seeing over that line as it's squishing in on him, right. <laughs> Instead of where at Ohio state where, you know, it's five guys and there's tons of room and you, your passing lanes are, are, you know, bigger than our screens, you know, it, it, you know, his passing lane is kind of like this. Oh, <laughs> right. so, you know, so now, you know, seeing a bigger guy coming across the field is easier. Right. You see the big blue helmet with the C. That's that's my boy. Bam. Right. Let me give it to him versus I can't see Mooney. Where is he? You know, right. Right. oh, there he is. It's too late. You know, right. um, so I think those things count. Um, what do you think, Brad? Um, I, I agree with a lot of what you said, man. I think, uh, like I said earlier, the run game as teams start to respect the run game and start to really have to try to key on Demo and key on Khalil. That's going to really make a big difference because um, when we see when we see those teams start committing to that and stop, you know, treating Justin Fields as the only threat in our offense, then uh, you're going to see more vanilla coverages. You're going to see uh, things that, you know, it's easier for him to read. You're going to see his anticipation get better because he'll understand better what the defense is doing right now. What they're doing, what I'm seeing in the film is a lot of exotic coverages. A lot of uh, safeties rolling uh, either up or down. You'll start a safety at the line of scrimmage and then he'll bail to a deep third. Um, you know, you'll have corners run up to a deep half. And that's really slowing down his processing. And one of two things is going to happen. Either A, he's going to get used to seeing that and it's not going to surprise him anymore. And he's going to be able to pick that stuff apart because he'll have seen it before. Um, or uh, you're going to see our receivers and tight ends fail to get open anyway. And he's still going to struggle even when uh, he does understand it and he throws it. And then we'll kind of know whether, you know, we're giving them extra throws or not, whether those are the guys, you know, I want to see Mooney succeed. You y'all know I'm on the Darnell Mooney hype train, man. That kid is a dog and I, I love yeah. him to death, but you know, it, I, I don't know if it's necessarily him failing to get open um, I, I know for sure our pass protection can improve drastically. That's something I've seen a lot of is, is feels is even when he takes a long time to throw most of the time is because he's pulling the ball down and evading pressure around running around the pocket. Um, yeah. 
and then and then finally gets the ball out after you know whatever would be too long so it, there's a lot of there's a lot of pieces that are going into it but one thing I'm, I just want everybody to kind of realize because everybody's been you know harping on fields I know it's a little off topic but the kid is in his 13th start right. 13th start out of you know who knows how long his career is going to be this right. is the very very beginning this is still right. season one officially you know what I mean this is a new offense it has to be treated like he's still a rookie basically yeah. so this is going to be a long a long season 17 games this is this is not over at eight games nine games you know so we really shouldn't be panicking everybody's freaking out saying all oh, feels right. looking like it wasn't a good game cool but you know there's a lot of quarterbacks have struggled in week 13 of their rookie season or or game 13 of their career like i put together a little list and i uh, some i want to do with y'all so i'm okay. going to okay. i'm going to read off some stats from quarterbacks in their 13th start in the nfl right and i want you guys to guess who that quarterback is and i'll tell you if you're right or wrong all right y'all ready for this are you gonna give us I'm the names ready, of the quarterbacks? i'll give it to you after after you guess but right? we're guessing from all quarterbacks ever i mean uh we'll we'll say they're very uh, there's a lot of very successful quarterbacks on this list okay come on right Let's do it so i'm gonna give you some stats right so the first one i'm gonna give you is uh all right so we've got a a quarterback that went seven for 13 a 53 percent completion ratio for 148 yards he was uh he had three rushes for 12 yards through a td and a pick in a in a win who do you think that quarterback was brady no that was (laughs) russell wilson russell Wilson. okay so now i'm going to give you a quarterback who went 17 for 29. It was 62% completion, so pretty good, for 128 yards, but had one TD and two picks. Or sorry, no, two TDs, two picks. And uh, and ran for two yards on one attempt. Who do you think that was? Big man. No, that one was Tom Brady. That was Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here's another one who went 20 for 30. So through 30 passes, that's a lot of passes, right, right, for a rookie. The last one's 194, 194 yards, had six rushing attempts, but for only two yards, through two, D, two TDs and three picks in a loss. Aaron Rodgers. That was Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. <laughs> yeah. So I think the point, I think the point I'm trying to make here is no matter how a game looks, you know what I mean? At that early in a quarterback's career, you have no idea how that quarterback's gonna turn out. You know, like if you if you want to judge everybody this early in their career, if you want to judge everybody on game thirteen, then uh, you know you you'll have passed on a lot of Hall of Fame caliber quarterbacks. Yeah, you know, I didn't even read you off like Josh Allen and Peyton Manning right. and stuff. I, I looked up all these dudes. Yeah, not a lot of them had a lot of success that week. Yeah. Most of yeah. them lost. Yeah. Hey, Justin Fields came out of there with a W. He threw two picks. That wasn't the prettiest game. But one thing that people didn't realize, uh, what Lucas Patrick said uh, after the game, is that Fields made a lot of checks and calls at the lines, audibles, and and and, and uh, play calls that switched them to either run at the right spot in a defense or to switch to a run entirely 
to give the Bears their best chance of winning. So even if he's not passing extremely well, he's still seeing, he still understands what he's seeing pre-snap. He does tons of film study. The kid yeah. knows what he's looking at. He's a leader. Exactly. A leader. And he and he guided us to a win, regardless right. of whether you thought he did or not. Right. The other thing that I would add to that is that it, it just what he's doing helps win. I mean, you you get a busted pass play, you pick up 28, right? right? Right. That that's the or, or like you said in a run play he's so dangerous as he leaks out the other direction that they have to dedicate a human to him. Right. So you know instead of you know you get a, a non-mobile quarterback he goes to hand the ball off everybody's after the running back but you cannot do that with Fields because if he kept that ball it's a touchdown he's gone right. you know you right. guys all went that way he's out yeah right. you're not catching you know, so, you're not catching catch not catching him so hey. You know, so it's critical. Yeah. Hey, I need a second, man. We're doing all this talking about the Bears offense and Justin Fields and what we're expecting. I need I need a moment. I want to go in the huddle. I want to go in the huddle. You know, we're talking Bears. We go into the huddle where we highlight uh, a player from the from the previous week who uh, really stood out and who's doing big things for our team. My boy, Roquan Smith. We need to we need to pay this guy, man. 16 <laughs> tackles, two tackles for a loss. The, the game winning pick. The game winning pick to put us in position to win, man. We, this guy is huge, man. He does so many things for our team. We need to pay this guy, man. I want to keep him around in the huddle. What do y'all think? What do y'all think about Roquan Smith? Let's give him man, some love. I, I love a guy. I, I, you know, I got the, had the pleasure to meet him when he was a rookie. Um, and you know, we just had a, a, a he, he was humble. You know, yeah. the, you think about a, a, a linebacker. Football linebacker rookie. He was he was humble. I literally said to him uh, when we were talking. I said, you know, the Bears they pretty much only draft the Hall of Fame middle linebackers, and he just looks at me humbly with his eyes kind of, and he's like, "Sir, that's very high praise." (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I was like, "I like this guy, man. I like this guy." And you know, he's not like, "Yeah, that's me." He's like, "No, that's really high praise." And he's worked like crazy. That's why he's a dog, you know. And even last week, he had a bad game against the Packers. But look what he did after that. He came back and made a statement. (laughs) He made a statement, you know. And, you know, just, you know, I I, I really like the guy. I like, you know, his, his, his contract negotiation could use some work. But if that's yeah. the worst part about your, yeah. your linebacker, your star linebacker, I mean, he's out there hurting the other team. He's physically tough. He's mentally tough. He's fast. He's a ball hawk. He's yeah. he separates people from the ball. He he's he's everything you could want in a linebacker. And let, let's tell the truth. He's a pro bowler. They just snubbed him a few times. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to be able to snub him on this defense with this team. Right. He's been snubbed because he was even his rookie year. He was huge yeah. in that defense. Um, he's been snubbed. He's been snubbed. He, he, you know, you look at these guys, and I, I know there's guys with, with more flash in the pan. But if you got fifty, if you got fifty tackles and nine sacks, then oh, you know what you, you and you're a linebacker, you, you're a defensive end. I don't care where you're starting from, but that's the way your team's using you. Go, go get the quarterback every down. Right. You know, how do you get only 50, 60, whatever tackles or whatever? 
You know, so they, yeah. he's getting snubbed because of the flash plays. He, I think he's going to make the Pro Bowl this year because I wouldn't be surprised if he has 200 tackles this year. Right. right. Dude, right. dude is going to be, at the end of this season, mark my words, he'll be a three-time All-Pro. So the fact that he hasn't made one Pro Bowl is wild, right? How you an All-Pro, you ain't made – a two-time All-Pro already, you ain't made one Pro Bowl. That don't make no sense, right? No, I think right. partly is just because the national media be dumping on the Bears, man. The disrespect is real. I hate seeing that, man. I hate seeing them diss our guys, bro. It it really irks me. You're like, right. You're right. Uh, but Roquan, man, like you said, man, he is he is a dog. He's been a dog uh, since day one. I think his career trajectory um, at, in terms of, like, tackles, sacks, interceptions, all that, I, don't, I think him and Ray Lewis are in, like, each other's company in terms of in terms of the stats. Um, he's not as much of, like, a hitter um, as Ray Lewis, but he is an enforcer, as we saw with Trey Lance. You know, he he taught him, like, keep running. You know what I mean? Keep, keep running <laughs> and he, Trey Lance should have listened to the lesson because he – He did. He did. Yeah. He didn't learn the he lesson. Didn't. And look what happened. So, uh, you know, he's definitely our enforcer. He's definitely uh, our leader on defense, and uh, yeah, like man, whatever you got to pay that man. If you got give him a hundred million, man, just just call it a day. Yeah. Give him, give him twenty mil a year. That's not honestly, that's not too much. Yeah. No, because you're looking like at it. You're looking at a defense with Roquan, and, and realize, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, Johnson was out. You're yeah. looking at a defense yeah. with Roquan that. Um, it, it, it is not an unreasonable sentence to expect by the end of the season, you know, they give up less than two touchdowns a game. That's, that's not an unreasonable sentence, yeah. you know, because they're gelling. We've got, we've got rookies starting. Yeah. So where, where are we 15 weeks in, you yeah. know, it, it is not unreasonable to look. And, and again, we haven't given up a touchdown in the second half of any game. Right. So, you know, let let if if we're still saying that in ten weeks from now, it's a crazy defensive season. Yeah. Speaking of that, let's guess who that else is week, still back? Your your man, <laughs> Bojack. I was about to say that. I was about to say that. Him too. Him too. Man, Bojack, dude, two interceptions already. And yeah. let let if you look up Bears history, when Bojack gets a pick, we win. Twelve yeah. and zero, we win. Twelve and so, zero, man two, is a difference maker. Man, yeah. but two picks this year, um, plus he got the forced fumble. That's three. He's averaging a turnover. Well, the, the forced fumble wasn't a turnover, but yeah. it you know you do it to create turnovers. But yeah. uh, um, I mean that's it. That's a every game he's got an impact play. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think that's going to continue. I mean, if if I mean, he could easily hit ten picks this year. He's got yeah. two in the first three know, games. Easy. They're gonna start. They're gonna start being real careful throwing it around. Right. There. Right. They're right. But he's everywhere. He's he's, he's everywhere. <laughs> we play some. Jalen yeah. Johnson is that is that you, you can't avoid them both. Yeah. <laughs> you, know you can't I mean? avoid you both, but one of them. Because Eddie is on this is, side. Jalen Johnson's some... over there. Like which side you avoid? Right. Yeah, we play some single high. So Brisker's in the box. We're playing yeah. single high. How are you going to avoid Jackson? Like, don't throw it. Right. <laughs> don't throw it. Right. That's for sure. Don't throw it because right. even in single high, you know, this is 
we're one of the few teams where you're looking at single high and you're going, I don't want to throw this ball. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and we got Daniel Jones coming up and you know, that boy can struggle with some accuracy, you know, in New York, yeah. I think my buddy from New York, he always called him Danny Dimes. Oh, okay. And, let's see, man. Danny Dimes is going to be throwing some, some quarters, man. <laughs> yeah. This ain't going to be. So what, what are, what are your predictions for, for the week four against the Giants? Every week I've been 14 points high, so I'm going to stay with being 14 points high. I'm going to say we went by 21. Oh, my gosh. Okay. 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 I get it. You know, Double it down. Double it down. Double down, man. I like it. I got the Bears about 10, man. I, I think we come out and, and do our thing, man. I think we come out and do our thing. I want to see – I really want to see uh, – uh, um, Quinn start building his sack totals. I mean, he's he's been playing some good football. Um, he's only, I think, got one sack on the year, but let let, let he needs to get a couple this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the game to go get him. You know, sacks mm-hmm. come in bunches. Uh he's got he's got a rookie tackle in Evan Neal, who that kid is he is a dog. That kid can play some football. Um, so him and him and Travis and, and Al Gadeen. Muhammad, they they have a tough assignment getting past that. So uh, we'll see how it looks. We'll see how he how he turns out. But he definitely can beat a rookie, man. He, yeah, yeah. Right, which side yeah. of the line he lines up on? Yep. Uh, I want to see. You know, I, I respect the fact that also everybody was down on the fact that we only got like one sack. Uh, you know, against the Texans, but we stopped the run less than a hundred yards on the ground. Right. And, you know, that, that let, let's be honest, sometimes that's the, you know, you know, from, from the way you're attacking that offensive line, sometimes that's the balance. Sometimes you have to say, well, hey, I'm going to focus more on stopping the run than I am on pursuing a quarterback, you know, and, and I, I believe because we were sacking quarterbacks like crazy and giving up tons of yards. Well, that's what you were saying last week about the the what was it? Quick, fast penetration. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so they got Always less of that, and it and it and it shrunk those holes for the running. Right. You know, yeah, right. yeah, so, yeah. You know, and and so that I'm. They've been I'm, watching. We're talking bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. They're watching us. You know, they got that YouTube link up. Yeah. Of course. Everybody, yeah, the, the defense, man. I mean, Morrow, Morrow, he's been playing some ball. Boy, that hit in the backfield by Morrow. That was nasty. Nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. No more screens breaking for <laughs> yards against us. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the way he hit that boy, he folded, oh, boy. That was yep. that was rough. And, yeah. I mean, just we're playing ball. We're playing ball. Yeah. Um, even Gordon got in there again. Gordon's showing some flashes. You know, he's he's still – hopefully this is the game because I don't think the Giants have that great receiving core. Uh, so this should be the game where Gordon can have his first good game, you yeah. know, as far as uh, coverage, you yeah. know, and not get, not get burned. Let's, yeah. let's see if he can make it through uh, this week without getting burned. Speaking, right. of, speaking of the Giants receiving core – have y'all been hearing the trade rumors that maybe Kenny Galladay might be uh, on his way to Chicago as as a trade package? I know. Hey, that's Jack. hey, that's our boy. You know, that's yeah. our boy. I know that's your that's boy. That's our boy, man. man. I, um, you know what? I man, I would love it, man. I would love it. They, I've been, I've been hearing that. I didn't hear any trade rumors specifically, 
But um, I know he had that drop last week, uh, and they were they've been down on him, and he was telling them they needed to use him more. So I mean, I'd like to have him here, but again, it goes back to the conversation we were having. We no matter what, we still need to work on that that line because it's not going to make a difference if he comes here and we can't protect fields long enough to get these guys the ball. You get what I'm saying? We, true, we need to true. be able to get them the ball. Truth. And, but that comes with time. I mean, if you get Galladay and uh, St. Rita kid, uh, uh, Brad, you know, your brother was at St. Rita uh, yeah, back in yeah. those days. Uh, St. Rita kid. So so if you get Galladay and, and he um, and you get him for a while, you know, you need to get them three or four years, right? Yeah. If you get them for a couple of years, that's irrelevant, honestly. Uh, but if you get them for three or four years, that's huge. That gives the these young linemen a chance to 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 grow. That gives us a chance to get our uh, we we just stole that number one pick from the Raiders um, <laughs> that they threw away. Get right. him worked up and into the system, and and get him. Uh, out there, I think the line is just going to get better and better. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll know if we need to spend another, if we need to spend one of our number ones uh, next year, it's either going to be a receiver or an offensive lineman, mm-hmm. um, depending on what's our biggest need. And, you know, well, if we get Galladay, great. Um, but who would we give away for him? You know what I mean? That That's, that's like, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe somebody in the receivers room, but who wants our receivers right now? I think you know? I think either we give away a late round pick because he's clearly very much in the doghouse in New York. He right. hasn't been performing. He's got a huge albatross of a contract. Yeah. Um, he's not going to command much in terms of draft capital. So we've already given away like our seventh, I want to say for 24. Uh, so either a seventh next year, maybe a sixth round for 24. Um or, or even like uh, Michael Schofield, who we re-signed while um, uh, uh, Alex Leatherwood is on that non-football injury for his his mono illness. He's going to come back, and then we're either going to send Schofield back to the practice squad or whatever. But, I mean, he was a starting lineman for the Los Angeles Chargers last year, so the kid can play. Um, so maybe he has some, some value there, maybe enough to match – uh, yeah, bring yeah. them all home, man. Bring them home. Bring them home. I'm, I'm, hey, like it's it. not going to hurt. It's not yeah. going to hurt. That is an improvement to our our receivers room. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and for and for cheap too. Like he's not going to. I think his contract is going to be expensive. He's uh, to answer your question. He signed for uh, through 2024, and he's 13 million next year and 14 million a year after that. So we we definitely would be overpaying to have him here. Uh, I think the Giants are on the hook for most of his contract this year. Right, right. But next year and then the year after, it would be probably he would need to renegotiate. But I mean, yeah, we could one renegotiate or two if he performs to that uh, number one receiver level. That's not much. I mean, we would have paid a Rob way more, right? Yeah. If, if he literally performs, even if we have code number ones, you know, like uh, um, they both, you know, he and Mooney are both. Number one level right now, Mooney's not living up to that number one thing. But if if if, if Galladay's here and all of a sudden, and Mooney just keeps growing his game, and you know that that and that 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 is not actually a lot for a number one receiver. So um, he's got to be able to run block though to play with us. <laughs> right, right, thanks. That's that's the big question: is is how does he fit 
in this offense because we've already got a receiver, a very similar like physical profile to him in, in EQ. I think Galladay's got him beat when it comes to jump balls and whatnot. Um, and maybe even ball security because EQ, man, we saw him fumble a lot like in the preseason and whatnot. And uh, even on some of his catches, you know, he fumbled out of bounds that one time. So uh, it's, you know, it, they're very similar in terms of their physical stature, their speed, all that. Um, so if he can if he can play that role, is he an upgrade from EQ? That's the real question. I mean, right now he's an upgrade from EQ. But let, let's hey, EQ is EQ is make is a difference maker right now. You know, he caught the touchdown uh, uh, in the um, in the 49ers game, that 49-yard uh, 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 run he just did. Both of those plays are enormous. That's that's a that flips the field. You get 50, you get a half of the field. You but you also but you also saw him um, at the end of the Green Bay game. Uh, he kind of gave up on that route. He was fading back from the catch when when Fields threw that interception. When I was watching the film. He had uh, um, Jer Alexander was coming from like dang near center field. He had him by almost ten yards. All he had to do was step up to the ball, use his big yeah. frame, and shield the ball. But he kind of faded away from it, and then that gave Alexander the lane to to jump in front of him and get the pick. So uh, little stuff like that, that's like mental. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Galladay is a true number one in this league. He's proven himself. And he's been on, you know, he's been on teams that weren't very good mm-hmm. and proven himself. So I, 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 he's, I think he's an upgrade. The only person that, that I would say that, he, you know, he has to challenge Mooney for that job. But instantly he challenges Mooney for that starting job of number one receiver, you know, if you bring him in. Which is, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. You know what I mean? If Mooney wins the job, fantastic. If Mooney becomes a good number, a great number two, and he's actually our number one, that's good too. And if Vellas takes them all down, <laughs> I'm cool with that, you right? Right. Um, however it works. But yeah, you know, um, I, I was just, I really enjoyed the game. Hey, heck of a fight. Think about it like this again. The defense, if they hadn't fought the way they did in that second half, we lose to the Texans. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, we lose. That deep, I mean, the defense fought. The Texans didn't give up. We beat them. Right. Yeah. We beat them. We beat them. I got, I got one more question, and that is, what the heck are we doing with Tevin Jenkins? Because last week, I think Lucas Patrick got the start. Um, but Jenkins has been an absolute monster in the run game. He's been solid in pass pro. Like, how are we still? And, and what's going on with, with Mustafer as center, man? Like, when are we going to see uh, Lucas Patrick take over that center job and we stop seeing these botched snaps and, and, and quick sacks up the middle, man, because as much as I like Musker, as much as he gets the calls correct, man, sometimes he just gets overpowered. He just gets manhandled up there. Well, I, I think what's happening, I, I mean, I truly think it's Lucas Patrick's injury that's causing him not to be snapping the ball. I think, you know, if he was, if he, if his hands were fine, he would be snapping the ball. Um, I, I like Musty. I, I do. I, I, you know, for an undrafted guy, with not a great skill set, 
he plays some good ball and and we're getting you know he was part of those guys blocking for that 280 yards right they weren't just blowing through the middle and getting you know we we if they were blowing through the middle then we don't get 280 yards we might not get 80 but but so you know you got to give him his credit he has some good blocks in there um and he's tough um but I think the point of Lucas Patrick is to, you know, have him at full game speed, you know, and honestly, is he, yeah, he's better than Jenkins. You know, you just, that's, that's just the truth. And, and so you make sure that he's at full game speed so that when you switch and, and that fields is used to him so that when you switch and you stick Tevin Jenkins in at that guard that, yeah, you, you haven't lost anything. Uh, you've gained, you, you got better. And, and I think that, you know, Lucas Patrick is better than Mustafa. So, you know, when he slides over and Jenkins is, is there also, you know, Jenkins, they're, they're using him. He's getting into the game, right? He's getting in. So it's not that he's not learning. You know what I mean? He can sit down and watch film of what happens when Jenkins is there and what happens when he's there and am I beating this guy? How do I outperform this guy or at least perform as well as this guy, right? He's doing my exact job against the exact same people I'm lining up against. This is good learning tape. You know, you say, all right, you know, you see how you stepped here? You see where your hands were? You see you didn't get under his pads? You can see where he got under his pads, see what happens? You know, you're, you're a strong guy, but you're not getting under his pads, you know, or, or, you know, look at your footing. Look at your footwork when your boy got sacked. Right. Versus, all right, you know, same guy, same attack, you know, look, you know, look at Lucas's footwork when he didn't get sacked. Right. And, and you know, those type of lessons can be had. Um, so I, I, I'm OK with it. You know, you got to win the job, make it you, you get it to the point where it's not a conversation. It's right. not a conversation. We're not having this conversation. You know, for instance, uh, Demo and Herbert. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? As Herbert's phenomenal. Right. <laughs> but we we all know, you know what? If 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 a guy if 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 a two sixty pound linebacker is coming through the middle, I hope Demo's got the ball and not Herbert, because yeah. Demo could carry that dude. He'll turn to. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be trying to understand how this how this dude just turned me right. Yep. Yeah. And it's it's one of those situations. You you know you, if you're gonna take a man's job, you have to take his job. Right. That's true. That's true. Real. All right, that well, makes two and one going into week four. We got the Giants. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. This week three and one. Looking up, man, and we'll hope those other guys in our division can take some L so we can uh, have that spot to ourselves. I'm not even worried. Whatever happens, let them win. Because you know what? We get to face them all. We get to face them all. Right. That's right. In two weeks, we face Minnesota. We need to be the first team in the division to beat Minnesota. That's a statement win. Yeah, absolutely. We need to to be the first team in the division to beat the the Vikings. Yeah. Um, and then we need to beat the Packers next time we say we, we can't have another second quarter like they're, that. They're going to be at our house next time. Yep. First quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. We need to do all that for four quarters and we'll take them down. Yeah, you know, yeah. so we, we just we can't we can't leak. We can't leak. It's got to be uh, uh, a mistake free game that we play.
You know, it don't have to be perfect, but it has to be mistake-free. And that was far from mistake-free. <laughs> the whole second quarter was a mistake. It just acts, you know. <laughs> Everything we did that I mean, I, there's no there's no highlights from that second. What was quarter. that? What was that movie? A series of unfortunate events. Yes, right. that was the second right. quarter. <laughs> That's the name of the second quarter. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yep. So and we gotta we gotta beat the Lions twice. We can't this isn't, you know, if if we if you don't beat the Lions twice. You're not what even you in doing? conversation. What do you right. do? What right. do you do? So, um, and the Lions have a really good offense this year. Um, you know, so we're, it's not going to be easy to beat them. You know, the defense has to play a great game and we've got to score some points because they're, they're not going to, uh, they're not going to, we're not going to shut them out. If we do, I'm, I'm throwing a party, but, but <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. They've, they've been dropping 30 on folks. Yeah. Even when they lose, they're dropping 30. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think we have to get 30 to beat them, but I'm pretty sure we need 24. I don't think yeah. they're dropping 30 on us. They're not no, they're not going to drop 30 on us. That, like I said, I, we don't need 24, though, to beat them. Because we they might get to 20. We could do that. We could do that. Yeah. I yeah. ain't worried about that. They better get it in the first half because we don't give up touchdowns in the second half. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> Let's let's keep that going, man. I want to see that this week against Saquon, um, Saquon Barkley. Yes, yes, yeah. Well, I'm uncle, and I'm nephew. I'm son, and we're, we're talking, talking bears. bears.